0: Welcome to Blue Notes On Air. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics.
1: Once you do it and prove it works, you can dispel some
0: of those myths. Today, ANZ's Linwen Connick, Erica Harding and Jackie Loosdow talk about the importance of flexibility at work. We hope you enjoy the discussion. So, Linwen, I know flexibility has been really important to you and continues to be now. Why? Why does it matter so much?
1: I think flexibility is just so important for us as a society, as a community, as a bank, uh, because it enables us to get real diversity into our workforces because the more flexible we are, the more different types of people we can have working with us. And all the statistics show that organisations that are diverse boards that are diverse, make better decisions, uh, are better able to reflect the needs of the community that we serve. And for me, that's one of the reasons why flexibility is just so important because it enables different types of people who have different lives and different responsibilities to work with us. And it also enables people to do different things in their lives. And that's really important as well. It's those outside experiences and other commitments we have that makes us who we are, and gives us empathy for those that we're working with, the for those that we're providing services to, we better understand them because our lives are made up of a whole lot of different things. But the only way we can have that complexity in our lives and bring that very broad set of experiences is by having flexibility to do all those different things Mm. and therefore we need a workplace that enables us to have all those different parts of our lives and to make them work well and for us to be able to come to work and not feel stressed about the things that we're not able to do, that we're able to manage it in the workplace in a way that gives us the opportunity to do a range of different things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There's even studies that talk to improvements in GDP, if we better enable our full uh, community to enter the workforce. And I think flexibility definitely helps with achieving that too. Jackie, why is
2: flexibility important to you? I think it's important because we need to be able to, as Lynn was mentioning before, it's really important to be able to do... Um, we're humans, after all, and we have our family life, we have our work life, and it's really good to have that balance in our lives to be able to do all the things that we want to do.
0: So, Lynn when was the last time you worked in a flexible arrangement? Well, I like to think that I always work in a
1: flexible way, but I guess... If you're talking about a job share type arrangement, and so I think that's one that gives you real flexibility. I started job sharing um, when I went, well, to, to give you a bit of history, my daughter was born, I took six months off, and then my husband took a year off to stay at home. And I worked full time while he was at home for a year. But then when he went back to work, I moved to part time work. And I was in the senior executive in the public service at that time. And I think in the The organisation I worked, I was the first person to take up a flexible work arrangement to work part-time as a member of the Senior Executive Service. So it was very unusual to do that. And, you know, I was very lucky that I had very supportive management and people were willing to experiment on a new way of working uh, by allowing someone who was in the Senior Executive Service to work part-time. And so what we did, I worked four days a week and I job-shared Uh, with someone. I actually job shared with three different people during the time I was working part-time. They're all men um, and my flexible working arrangement was such that they acted in my job one day a week. So they did my job one day a week and I did my job the other four days a week. They worked full-time but they did my job on the day I wasn't there. But to make that work we also decided we needed to divide the duties of the job up a bit because it's not always that simple. So, for instance, one of my responsibilities was having a number of overseas relationships. That's a little bit difficult to do when you're breastfeeding a young child at home. You can't do a lot of the overseas travel. It's not very easy to do. And so that was one of the parts of my job that I delegated to the other person was looking after the overseas relationships. And so we had different things that we divided up that we would each take responsibility for and then we worked out the hours as well. And for me, it was very important to continue working in the way I would if I was full time on the days I was at work. But on Fridays, that was the person, the responsibility of the person who was sharing my job with me to manage anything that came up on a Friday. Now, it didn't always work that way and you don't have hard and fast rules, but it it was an important part of sort of establishing the parameters around what we worked and what we would do. And understanding that part-time doesn't mean that you don't care as much about doing the job and the expectations of, you know, doing the work required to do the job. But it does mean that you're not going to necessarily be there on the day that's your delegated day off.
0: Was it challenging for you to present a case and get approval to work in a flexible part-time arrangement?
1: It was daunting. I was very nervous about doing it because it was unusual But it was actually a lot easier than I thought. Everyone was incredibly supportive uh, about making this work. And it has a lot of benefits. And, you know, in presenting the case, I tried to present some of those benefits. And it's very interesting the benefits of working in a job share arrangement. You know, one of them is for us as people working in the job share. You know, I had to learn to trust and to delegate Mm. and to empower someone else. And to become incredibly organised, you know, in what I did, and I've those skills I learnt that I was forced to learn because of job sharing, and something that have really stood me in good stead for the rest of my career, you know, because as you become a more senior manager, you need to do more of that anyway. You need to be able to delegate and empower and trust and do all those sorts of things, and you really need to be organised and disciplined in what you do. Um, and so I think I learnt a lot of things. And certainly, the people who shared jobs with me—they all went on to be promoted to the next level. So, having that experience of doing my job one day a week, I think helped them in their careers as well in the different sorts of experiences they got. So, it's beneficial for a you know number of different reasons working in that way. But it was it was certainly daunting to present a proposal, and it was interesting. You know, the secretary of the department I worked in there was a new secretary came in, and he was looking at the list of all of the senior executives and he came down to this Linwin Connick and I was being paid 80% of the salary that everyone else was getting paid and he thought I must have done something wrong you know <laughs> why was i being paid <laughs> such a lowly rate and it never occurred to him, I don't think, or to other people who were sort of in the administrative area at that stage that someone at that level could be working part-time, you know. So it was a new thing for the organisation then. it was a new thing for a lot of people in senior management. And since then, a lot of other people have gone on to do it. And so I feel proud that we were able to make it work and to help shape the way forward for a lot of other people. And I think, you know, the organisations have become much better as a result of being able to trial
0: that and make it work. Jackie and I are about to, in a week's time, actually enter a job share arrangement, so that will be a really exciting opportunity for us and our team and, I think, to be that role model to others. Limon, I was going to ask you, I appreciate you don't work part-time now, but you do really work flexibly. Uh, Working from home, for example, and interstate is an important part of of your life and your role at the moment.
1: My family is in Canberra and my job is in Melbourne, so I need to travel a lot but also I'm very grateful that I have the opportunity to work from home in an organisation that enables me to work from home one or two days a week Um, and it changes depending on what I've got on but one of the wonders of modern technology is that it's so much easier now to do that you know with video conferencing and better connectivity it's something that we're able to offer a lot more people and so many people at ANZ do work from home at least one day a week and that's a a fantastic thing when you're trying to get flexibility into your life and it's not just for women, it's for men as well. It's a really important part of being able to manage, you know, our very busy lives and to cut down some of the commute time, uh, which means I think we're all able to do our jobs better. I certainly find it gives you a different perspective when you work from home And often you're able to get a lot more done because you don't have, you know, all of the other things you have to do when you're, you know, travelling to get to work each day. So flexibility, I think, has many different parts to it. And it's important that we do what we can to provide all of those things that help people be flexible, you know, in their working lives and in their home lives.
2: Erica and I are about to embark on this um, (laughs) job share. What would be, you know, one of the pieces of advice that you'd like to give us in terms of making this successful?
1: So I think the most important thing is that you sit down and really work out how you're going to work together uh, and work through that with your team because, you know, they're the most important group of stakeholders that you're going to be working with. Just relax a little bit. You know, you can't do everything perfectly Uh, You will gain so many things from having two minds working on the set of problems. Sometimes some things will fall through the cracks and you've got to accept that and not get worried by it. that's so hard to accept.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you think about all of
1: the things that you're gaining by having, you know, this diversity of thought coming into one role. You know, two different people thinking about how you're going to do things. And you have to be very careful that you don't always try and do things exactly the same way and that you have to give and take. But it is something that you have to work at. It's not necessarily going to be easy and simple and you've got to persevere.
0: and it is so much so worthwhile i've heard there's recruitment companies now that are even matching individuals who both want a job share but might not necessarily know each other and then it becomes a complementary skill set that you wouldn't necessarily get from a a single individual like i don't know a ba and a developer now come together and are able to job share and offer an organization a much broader skill set the more we do to share
1: these stories encourages more people to think about it and then we can set up registers where people can say, you know, I've got a part-time role. Is there anyone else who can fill the other side of, mm. of this role? And, you know, there's a lot we can do to help people with that. And one of the things, I guess, in when you're matching people, there was a, an important point you made there, I think. It's sometimes it's about complementary abilities. Mm. So. As we often say, when you're recruiting people for your team, you don't want to recruit in your own image. You don't want to have Mm -hmm. people who are all exactly like you. It's the same in a job share arrangement. You know, you can have someone who's got some different skills, complementary skills to what you've got. You can learn from them, but you also, you know, you end up with a better whole when you bring two very different people together. That can be challenging because you work in different ways, and have different priorities or different, you know, requirements. But it can add so much benefit by bringing those different skills together.
0: We actually um, spoke to two ladies just earlier today, Jackie and I, who are job-sharing and have been for a number of years and now present themselves as candidates for roles in that way as well. That really works for them because they know in a specific set of situations this is who they would put forward to handle one scenario versus another. Often we try to just be comfortable and have people who are like
1: us Mm. and that's not the best thing to do because you do learn from other people that you
0: work closely with. And they challenge you in different ways as well.
1: What I think is really important and what we've done... In your role is it's not just someone you know goes becomes part-time and you slot someone else in to work alongside them but we actually open up the opportunity for people who are part-time to apply for a promotion Mm. and that's something that i haven't seen much of before certainly when i was working part-time i didn't have that opportunity to apply for a promotion it was sort of clear to me that to move to the next level i would have to be full-time you couldn't apply for a promotion while you were a part-time there was an expectation that if you're going to move to the next level you had to move you know in a full-time way into a full-time role and I think we're missing out on so many great people by doing that because and in particular it's a lot of women who will hold themselves back because of family reasons or other commitments they need to work part-time and so they're not taking on those opportunities and moving into jobs where they can perform really well people often think it's going to be too hard and in the same way I thought it was a bit daunting to put up a proposition that I would go part-time once you do it and prove it works mm. you can dispel some of those myths and that's just so important and this is not an issue just for women and I think you know we recognize that it is at the moment a lot of women who do work part-time but there's no reason that it should only be for women and in fact I think when we get more men working part-time and sharing family responsibilities in particular will all be more equal Um, and we need to do a lot more work to make it more acceptable, more socially acceptable, more acceptable in the workplace for men also to ask for these sorts of flexible working arrangements.
2: I agree. Um, As women are now starting to do a lot more work, we we need the men to be able to work part-time and more flexibly as well.
0: I work part-time, but my husband works from home one day a week on the days that I work to enable me to do the hours that I want to do to be successful in the role that matters to me.
1: There's so many reasons that people might want to work flexibly, So, you know, studying, doing extra degrees, additional training courses is a really good reason why people might want to work flexibly at any age. A great way to, you know, give students that opportunity to make some money to understand the workplace while they're studying. And it's not giving them a token job, it's giving them a real world job that they share with someone else is a great way to you know, induct them into the organisation. But of course, in later life as well, people might want to change career streams. You know, we don't have enough people with some of the skills that we need. So encouraging and enabling flexible working so that they can study to build a new skill set is really, really important for all sorts of reasons to build their organisational capability. And there's so many other reasons why people might want to work flexibly. You know, they might be caring for aged parents, they might want to do some volunteer work. You know, there's all sorts of things that will help them manage their lives with less stress or that will keep them in the workplace for longer when they've got great skills but they want to start winding down. And I think there's a really important point here and one of the reasons why diversity and flexible working arrangements are so important for us is uh, some career sets where we just don't have enough skilled people at the moment and one of those is security and in particular cybersecurity and another one is technology IT where we're finding there's fewer and fewer women wanting to work in those professions and we can't get enough of the right people And so I'm hoping that in promoting flexible work, you know, that's one way of getting more people, more women interested in those professions because that gives us access to around half the population and we're not getting access to that half of the population or not all of that half at the moment. It certainly is a challenge that we face that we don't have enough women in those professions and I think flexibility is one way we will solve that problem.
2: Thank you for listening to Blue Notes on Air. Blue Notes on Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with
0: music by Kevin MacLeod.